uh, we have Jeffrey with us here. Uh, <laughs> we had a technical hitch uh, we, for, uh, with the we staff. Made we made it. We are here. So <laughs> it's a wonderful day. Uh, this is technology, and you can expect uh, things as we are moving on. But we are happy that you are here. Thank yes. you so much. So uh, we will be running overboard. I mean, uh, over the hour, and I hope that is not going to inconvenience you. That is uh, at Great. 10 and 15, you are going to be okay, yeah? Fantastic. Yeah, okay. So let's uh, get moving. And uh, apologies to anyone who has seen this uh, as we are trying to set it up. But uh, <laughs> let me introduce again. This is Anthony uh, on Book Talk at uh, Book Place. And that reminds me that I have to share it with the group book talk because it's live on my profile. And uh, yes, I'm sharing it now. And everyone who is watching, please, can you help us by sharing this video so that we can uh, get as much audience as we possibly can. So with us here is none other than Jeffrey Martinovic. And I hope I'm pronouncing it right. That's perfect. Thanks, Anthony. Yes, you're most welcome. And uh, please, can you tell us where you're from? That that name is uh, new to me. Well, actually, the name is Serbian. Uh, Ovich okay. means son of Martin. Uh, but I lost connection with that whole lineage. Uh, I actually live in Norfolk, Virginia right now. Okay. Ah, wonderful. Good to know. And uh, yes, uh, all the viewers, please know that Martin has written now. <laughs> now is Martin, just Martin, the son of Vic. Now I got it right. So That's right. he has Open. written uh, some, some books. And today we have the honor of uh, getting to know one of the books, which is just one more. And uh, he's going to tell us much more about uh, this book. So uh please tell us how did this book come to be and uh, but first before you even go to the book you can tell us a bit more about yourself sure sure uh i'm uh i have a background and i just grew up in uh, the midwest in dayton ohio i attended school at the air force academy out in colorado so that set me on a military career which brought me out here to virginia and I had uh, five uh, great years in the, being in the first Gulf War and on the Tactical Air Command staff here. And then I got out into the finance world and uh, was lucky to have a lot of success. And then as some things we can cover from here in the book, went through a lot of drama also. And so uh, it, it's been a really long journey and I've learned a lot of lessons and what I'm trying to do with the book was to communicate many of these life lessons. I've written a few business books, which are about to be published. And I had about 15 lessons left over, which were more mm -hmm. life than business. And so, okay. I, so I wanted to convey those. And as someone like yourself with the great book, Be Good for Good, is, mm -hmm. is we know that stories and parables are a great way to teach life lessons and it's much more enjoyable for the reader. And so we created these 15 lessons into more of a contemporary parable, uh, which kind of mirrored a lot of uh, my experience the last decade. And it came together and I was very fortunate that it's, it's had a great reception. Um, and that's how that all kind of came about. Oh, wonderful. Good to hear that. So in short, we are talking to an army man. <laughs> Excuse me? You are, we are talking to someone who's been in the army and fought in the Gulf. Right, right, exactly. In the Air Force. And uh, yeah. so I'm a veteran. And I had the great honor of serving in the first Gulf War uh, with yeah. uh, a lot of amazing people. Oh. You talk of amazing people going to war with some people and you have some amazing people going to war with, together with. <laughs> That's interesting. 
Well, well, it's it's uh, and I work in the defense industry today also, and uh, we support a lot of uh, charities for veterans, and uh, it's just amazing um, what these young men and women do for our country and uh, the sacrifice they make. So I just think it's really important that we continue to support them when they come home and we give them all the opportunities that they might have given up uh, mm -hmm. to make sure we stay a great free nation ourselves. Oh, wonderful. Now, since we've heard how the book came to be, please, right now we can go into the book and get to get some of the wisdom that you have to share from the book. Okay, sure, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I have a kind of a crazy story in, in the middle of that story is, yeah. uh, I was very fortunate to build a successful investment business. And we built it mm -hmm. to a billion dollars from zero. And I yeah. surrounded myself with a bunch of people much smarter than myself. And we grew uh, the successful practice up and down the East Coast. And uh, then about 20 years later, uh, we ran into 2008, the financial crisis and all the trouble mm -hmm. that happened there. And uh, as a lot of these firms were shut down and, and companies were accused of things, I actually decided to defend my people. And uh, it's, it's a long story throughout the book, but basically uh, I went to trial against the United States government to defend mm -hmm. our company. And I didn't accept three separate settlement offers. Okay. And, uh, no one really told me that 98.5% of those trials end in conviction. And mm -hmm. uh, five weeks later, in a real bizarre narrative, uh, I was actually convicted and sentenced to 14 years in prison. Whoa. And then during that journey, uh, they certainly, uh, all your resources are removed. So I had to then teach myself federal criminal law. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I ended up uh, defending the case myself and reversed it. It was reversed twice by the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals. And two federal judges were removed from the case. And then seven years later, I was finally released. On, and that was last year. And so ah. it was a very long, violent journey yeah. that that is mirrored by the protagonist in the book as he's trying to convey these lessons to young Cole Johnson. There's a lot of that story that is inside the book. So I've been very fortunate to have made it back and okay. uh, have learned a great deal. And I'm trying to convey some of those lessons that I've learned and some of the great people that have supported me in the book, Just One More. Oh, wonderful. So the book was written after you were released. It was actually written while I was in and uh, mm -hmm. I was working very hard. I submitted over 500 motions and, and letters and, and writs to try to show the truth uh, for our company and to try to win my release. And so mm -hmm. at the same time I was working all day on that, um, I was drafting the book. So it was about a three-year project that we finally had the ability to get it published once I was released. Okay, how long after you were released? Uh, it was actually just, just over a year today um, when mm -hmm. I released back to home confinement, they call it. And, yeah. uh, and so the book was published about uh, two months ago. And so okay. we were able to get all that done once I was home. So wonderful. So uh, Bob uh, Vukovic is <laughs> <Right>. actually, <laughs> is, that, is that now you represented in the book? Well, it's not really me, but yeah. what we do see is that Bob's life and his challenges do somewhat mirror uh, the journey that I've experienced the last decade. And, and Bob yeah. is able to uh, impart a lot of wisdom to his protégés, but 
also he's he's quite a troubled person at times and he has many yeah. fallibilities you know himself and so it's a little bit about you know there is no black and white in the world most things are gray and mm -hmm. um it's, it's something about the human fallibilities and the human challenges we go through while yeah. trying to lead the best life possible ah okay we get that so is it one long story or is parts of stories like i have seen other books uh, being written right well as in as in your book be good for good uh, there's all yeah. of those fantastic stories and parable parables and narratives teaching an individual lesson um i have yeah. to say my my favorite in your book is is i love that story of the donkey when he's in the hole and they're shoveling the dirt on top of him and he shakes it off and he stomps it down and he keeps stomping it down. And, and at the end of the day, you know, he makes it all the way to the top and walks out. Um, oh. I have to say the last 10 years of my life, I felt like that donkey and I, yeah. you know, and I knew that I had to keep shaking it off, shaking it off, stomping it down, making a better foundation and get out. Um, oh. So I love, that was my favorite one. Thank you. In, yeah, thank you. In, uh, in just one more, similarly, there are these 15 lessons that mm -hmm. I wanted to convey that some are very actionable, practical things we can grasp today. Because I know mm -hmm. we've all read hundreds of books, we've attend all these seminars, we want to get as mm -hmm. much education as possible. So I wanted to make it as actionable as possible that you could read the book, take those ideas, take those concrete, tangible tasks and yeah. lead a better life tomorrow. Um, and yeah. that may be, and that can be like on throw, how to throw a great party for building your business, how to host uh -huh. an amazing golf tournament, all these kind of silly little things that Bob talks about. But then also there's all these underlying themes of, um, one of my favorite chapters is why not me? And mm -hmm. I really believe that if we get the why not me attitude, it, it is the most critical thing that we could do in our life. That there yeah. are so many, so many of us that live mostly in fear and mm -hmm. we never take that chance. We never mm -hmm. try for that promotion. We never ask out that beautiful woman we want to ask out. And so all mm -hmm. these things we miss in our life. And so there's all these ideas of like, why not me um, writing down your amazing life. I, I knew when, when I was in prison that, um, you know, there's a lot of despair and there's a lot mm -hmm. of, there's not much hope. And one of the things I, I had always kept in work, I'd always mm -hmm. kept a drama list in my portfolio. Oh my gosh, these are all the things we got to get done. We're never going to get them done. It'll never work. But as you know, you gradually yeah. check each one off the list. So I kind of reversed mm -hmm. that when I was going through my own worst time. And I actually wrote down all the amazing things that have happened to me in my life and all the gifts yeah. that I've been given. And, mm -hmm. and it really helped me then experience a lot of gratitude. And I knew that even if I never did anything else again, I've lived in an amazing life. And of course, yeah. I knew that eventually we'd get through this. Um, mm -hmm. we, everything would get better. But it's a, it's, so then I actually started making a new list, a new bucket list. Yeah. And, and these are all the things I wanted to accomplish forward. So by going through some of these exercises, it gave me a lot of appreciation and stopped me from depression and despair. And then mm -hmm. it also got me excited and motivated about what was next. And I knew that eventually, yeah. eventually I would get through this. And, mm -hmm. and that's how we just got to, as your book talks about, that's how we just got to get up every day and, yeah. and put one foot in front of the other. I, I mm -hmm. used to write on the chalkboard every day, keep the faith, finish the race. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So that's what we've tried to accomplish with this book is tell a, a good narrative, a good parable, but also give people actionable lessons, but also inspirational lessons that help us all yeah. have a better view, put a better 
lens on our camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. And I agree with you that uh, one of the main reasons why, why we write, why we writers write is that the person reading whatever we've written may take what is in it, draw the lessons out of that which he or she has read and apply it in their own lives so that they can improve their own lives. Because as I talk to people, I tell them you have to go and work at being the best version of yourself. And uh, one of the ways is to provide them with the, these ideas that we have gathered along the way. And so, yeah, I agree with you. And on that note, uh, can you give us a sneak view on why not me? The story. Right. Well, in the, this this uh, this book takes place inside a bistro, um, a bistro restaurant bar in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, and that's yeah. where that's where these people kind of gather for a happy hour uh, mm -hmm. every Thursday. And and inside there, uh, Bob Bukovic uh, is is has met his young mentee Cole Johnson, and he's yeah. providing him this wisdom and these lessons uh, once a week. And they and they build mm -hmm. a friendship, uh, and and they a lot of the story grows out of that. But at the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, young Cole sees a beautiful woman sitting by herself at the end of the bar. And he's, he said, and he begins to talk to himself that she's too beautiful. There must be someone else coming to talk to her. She is out of his league. And as we yeah. all know in business or in life, you know, we constantly think that other people are smarter, better, stronger than us. Mm -hmm. And we think mm -hmm. that, you know, we're out of our league. And so Bob gives young Cole the confidence to go over there and talk to her. And from there, they build a great relationship, Jamie and, mm -hmm. and Cole. And what they talk about is all of our experiences uh, about if we just said, why not me, uh, it would mm -hmm. work. Russ, um, the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks mm -hmm. was is an undersized young man and he, he told after he won the Super Bowl that his father always told him, you know, somebody's yeah. got to go out for the football team. Somebody's got to be the quarterback. Somebody's got to mm -hmm. be the captain of the team. Why not me? And I know mm -hmm. in business, uh, like I said, we were able to grow a billion dollar business out of a very small uh, town here in Virginia. And I mm -hmm. really believe it came from, I would travel to Wall Street and to New York, and I'd meet all these people who made zillions of dollars and were mm -hmm. ruling empires and had thousands of employees. And by being exposed to them, it taught me they're just like us. There's yeah. nothing different. They're worried about their teenage daughter or their son and the grades mm -hmm. at school and all the same problems that you and I have but yeah. we hold them on this pedestal. And until we say, wait a minute, you know, why not me? I can mm -hmm. do that. Um, yeah. I can get that college scholarship. I can start mm -hmm. that business. Um, I can be a great motivational speaker like Anthony, you know, yeah. those type of, we have to have that concept and just constantly, I actually, uh, we talk about it in the book, we put little post-it notes on our mirror in our bathroom in the morning. We put why mm -hmm. not me on our, our screensaver on our laptop. And we just have to have that constant reminder because otherwise fear overtakes us all day long. And we get caught yeah. in the daily grind of life and the thousand mm -hmm. things we all have to get done today. But none of those are A items on our list. And so we yeah. never do those big leaps because of fear. And I think, honestly, I think one of the great reasons we are all down on the planet this time around is to mm -hmm. overcome fear. And if we can focus yeah. on that, we can lead, you know, a fantastic life that we never thought was even possible. And that's the concept of that lesson. Oh, that's wonderful. 
Yeah, there are so many people who are going through issues and they are doing jobs they don't like. They are, they are in uh, some relationships that they don't uh, also like. And uh, right. they could be suffering because they are fearing if they took a step, it's going to be devastating to them. So what would you advise someone who has not asked himself yet or herself yet, why not him or her? That's a great question. Uh, as I've had the great opportunity to build six or seven small businesses. And mm -hmm. so I, I really enjoy bringing young people into the company who maybe haven't had exposure to a lot of different education or life experiences. And, yeah. and one of the themes that Bob Vukovich talks about is life is all about exposure. And once mm -hmm. you get exposure, then you start to get confidence. And then you understand that you can do that also. Uh, the opportunity for yeah. somebody like me to get to talk to somebody like you today, it, it gives me great motivation to try to do great things like you do. I mean, you're a great role mm -hmm. model for just making that choice. So what I try to do is have people experience success in small little steps every day because if mm -hmm. we if we get out of our comfort zone with the small things then when yeah. we're faced with these big challenges whether they're positive or negative um we then have this self-experience it's all about confidence and inside deep deep down in our souls if we believe that we're doing the right thing yeah that the universe will align with us and we'll have confidence to do it i know when i okay. went through my challenge and i i had to dig deep down and say you know i was terrified literally terrified mm -hmm. and and i was about to lose everything that we yeah. had built for 20 years and mm -hmm. i i talked to my son my son was on his way to college yeah and i said and i said you know, my father taught me simply do the right thing simply because it's the right thing to do. And I tried exactly. to always keep that, you know, centered on that, like your book talks mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And so I thought about if I didn't stand up now during the greatest challenge of my life, then mm -hmm. everything that I had taught my son wouldn't stand for anything. And, yeah. and so I think if we build ourselves up day by day by day, trying to do the right thing, trying to build confidence, trying to build knowledge, when we're faced with these huge dramatic nuclear challenges, it gives yeah. us just that little bit more power and confidence to say, you know what? I've been through a lot, I can do this too. And so yeah. it helped me uh, make that decision. And, and it was a tough decision to go through the trials of this, but I really mm -hmm. look back on it. And even though it's been a horrible experience and all these terrible things happened, um, I believe I would make all those same decisions again today. And I know mm -hmm. that I'm coming out the other side, our shareholders and stakeholders and all these charities and organizations that we supported who, mm -hmm. who were hurt through this whole process. You know, I really believe that we're gonna be able to restore everything for everyone. I believe we're gonna be able to write this great final chapter to this story and we're well on the way already. Um, and, and so I think we have to say, why not me? We have to overcome fear because, yeah. because the universe is gonna give us a lot of challenges and yeah. And, you know, we have to have the courage to stand up for those. Yeah, sure. No, that's very good. And one thing I like about this is because I know for someone who has been somewhere, he can always get back there very easily because he knows the way. So if you've been there, you've made the billion company, then you're very, I mean, you're the right person to get back up there. And it's going to happen to you because you know the way. Well, I appreciate that very much. I hope you're right. Uh, you know, one of, one of the other uh, lessons is uh, we used to teach all of our, our younger uh, employees is in business, 
if you spend your whole day giving referrals to everyone else to ask for one in your and, and yeah. I think that that's really true and 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 what I'm trying to do and what I've tried to do um when I was in prison I would spend most of my day working on uh legal motions for all the rest of the people who had no one else to help them and yeah. and I just believed that that was the right thing to do but also by helping all of them I learned so much more about the law as I was starting from mm. zero there too that I then in okay. turn helped myself and so I really believe that if we can spend all day figuring out ways to help people in the community it comes yeah. back to us 10 times over so we do it for yeah, the right, right reasons hopefully but it also is is a major law of attraction so yeah. as i'm as i'm trying to rebuild for myself and our stakeholders um there are certainly a lot of people out there when when you were on the front pages of the newspaper when you mm -hmm. stood up to the corporations and the government uh mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who don't want to see you succeed so uh every day you know we have to get out of bed and say why not in me and give yeah. ourselves this amazing talk because what a lot of people out there would like to see you do is run away mm -hmm. and hide in fear and be in the center of the flock um mm -hmm. they don't want to see you do all the things they want to they want you to you know have a lot of sorrow but the problem mm -hmm. is that doesn't fix anything so yeah. if you have all these things to fix great leadership says you know what i can be depressed i can be scared i can run away or i can try to have the greatest attitude possible every day and fix it and mm -hmm. that's where i think at the air force academy we learned a lot about leadership and courage and some amazing people that just do unbelievable things in the face of danger and so mm -hmm. in 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 my little story compared to all of that my job is to make everything better and do the right thing mm -hmm. and fix it as opposed to talk about it that's very good and uh, we need more people like you in this world right now well Um, well, that's awfully kind of you to say, you know, uh actions speak greater than words and so, you know, every day we're trying to make forward progress on this for everyone. Um and in reading your book, seeing your speaking, a lot of that gives me that motivation to keep getting out of bed every day and keep doing it. Oh, thank you too for that compliment. One thing here that we have to get It's not everybody who goes into jail and comes out positively is not everybody who has an idea to write a book begins the book and finish it it takes a lot of discipline it takes a lot of motivation is not so what do you credit all that to is it the air force or is there something of course i know once you have been into the air force you get a, uh, some good be uh, someone of discipline please tell us how that sure. how that happens right yeah well that's that's great um i'm all, i'm often asked about the book um you know is bob vukovic one mentor or is it an amalgamation of many mentors and i i believe mm -hmm. the answer is it's really many uh yeah. one one thing in my life i've been so fortunate to have many great mentors my my father uh lead led a Horatio Alger novel type life very poor didn't have a father but he mm. refused to be a victim and okay. he uh educated himself and he led a great life up into the high levels of government service for our country uh mm -hmm. and then certainly at the Air Force Academy and through sports I met many great leaders And then even mm -hmm. when I started into business in the finance world, I was really fortunate to work for some really smart people 
uh, in the investment industry. And not only were they great investors, they did business the right way. They took care of yeah. the client. They took care of the mm -hmm. investors. And they knew that, again, by doing that, you know, everybody would prosper. And mm -hmm. uh, so, so I've been really fortunate. I've had uh, an amazing life so far and a lot of fortunate breaks and a lot of kind people who have taken care of me. Uh, yeah. So hopefully, you know, I feel, after, especially after being through this experience, you know, mm -hmm. I have a lot more to give. I have a lot yeah. more to contribute. And so mm -hmm. hopefully I'm gonna play more of the role of Bob Vukovic and helping, mentoring, and coaching, and cheerleading a lot of other people and organizations out there to lead their best life. And you're doing quite good right now. I mean, you've come out <laughs> well, and come you. out shining and moving, and you've not stopped. Well, now, uh, just, just a few hours ago, I have to tell you this, just a few hours ago, I listened to one of my most admired motivational speakers, and I know he's known to many. Uh, he's uh, quite, a, he's, he's catching up in age right now, but he's still strong and doing it. His name is Les Brown. Sure. I happened to listen to one of his uh, video, one of, it was a voice recording, but it's on uh, YouTube. And uh, I, I don't know how I came to listen to it. I said, okay, let me, let me listen to him. And when I clicked and the video started, uh, I mean, he started speaking in the video. I could hear that he's not all right. I could hear as if he has some cotton wool in the mouth. And I'm asking, hey, why is his voice like that? When, and then he continues to talk. And he says, I was not meant to do a recording. I mean, I had planned to do a recording today. But according to the occurrences of the day, I was not actually to do it. But I have to do it because I have to do it. I had to be, I have been to the dentist in the morning and now it's time to do recording, but I will still do it even though I have been to the dentist. <laughs> That's good. So you've That's got great. to do it despite anything. You've got to keep on pushing. And uh, right. despite where you've been, whether you've been uh, in prison, whether you've been uh, uh, let down by other people, denied, uh, I mean, you've just got to keep on moving despite everything. Right, there, there's no yeah. other answer. You, you know, one yeah. of the other things in the book, uh, one of the other lessons is really about understanding people's self-interests. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of time in the world today, we think about, you know, self-interest is selfishness and yeah. we should be more, but in reality, it I believe it works the opposite. Um, mm -hmm. Adam Smith, wrote uh, Wealth of Nations, you know, many hundred, couple hundred years ago about yeah. if that's why we have a butcher and that's why we have a carpenter and that's why we have all these different people in a village that yeah. very, very much like in Kenya, that everybody mm -hmm. plays a different role. And so there's a symbiotic relationship that everybody mm -hmm. prospers together. And yeah. so what I believe, especially in business and, and in charities that I've run, is mm -hmm. if we align people's self-interest together, and then mm -hmm. we align those interests with the common good, you know, mm -hmm. the exponential power of that is unbelievable. So many times yeah. we align the way we pay our employees or how we set up a fundraiser for a charity they're kind of competing interests. But mm -hmm. if we can set us all up on the same side of the table, so I was mm -hmm. very fortunate um, for many, many years, I was the president of Big Brothers Big Sisters, a, a great mm -hmm. charity here that uh, is a mentoring for, for children who, who need a great mentor role model. And it's, a, it's okay. an amazing charity because it, I, I've seen the statistics and I've lived it for so many years. The impact it makes on these kids is off the charts. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was appointed the president of our regional group here. And unfortunately, it was very underperforming. The, the budget mm -hmm. was in the, in the red. And there were all yeah. of, 
couple hundred children on the waiting list to get a mentor. Mm -hmm. Well, so mm -hmm. what I did is, is we basically brought in some capitalism and some self-interests and all of these type of things and created contracts and work policies where we hired fundraisers that were motivated the right way to raise funds because they prospered also. And we mm -hmm. brought in more people to be on the board who would prosper if they got the organization going the right direction. And about yeah. 12 months, 12 months later, we had quadrupled the budget of the charity and every Ooh. single child was off the waiting list. And then Whoa. the whole thing was thriving and the incredible amount of goodness going on from that. But it was a very simple answer. It was simply mm -hmm. aligning everyone's interest into the, mm -hmm. for the objective we wanted to accomplish. And I think that that's yeah. one thing that, uh, that we miss a lot in our government, mm -hmm. in our corporations, in our community. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you can understand what someone's self-interest is, then you can create mm -hmm. a model or a compensation plan or some type yeah. of motivation so that that human being achieves what they want to achieve and the organization mm -hmm. does also. So exactly. I think that's kind of key think, mm -hmm. for these. Yeah. So I was going to say, I think that's uh, what uh, Jim Rohn used to call enlightened self-interest. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Where it's for the common good. Anything that you're doing is for the common good. I mean, you're not being selfish. You're, you, you, you have an interest, yes, but for you to push that interest you have forward, then make sure that is going to be for the common good is going to help the organization or the country or the community the, right the, the, you 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 have some self-interest but whatever it is that you're going to get from what what you're going to get is going to benefit the overall good right right and yeah. then the, the product of that is there's even another lesson in the book about the halo effect mm -hmm. and and you've seen that, you know, so these people who are successful, it's like yeah. they have this halo effect. It creates success to all these other people around them. And yeah. also those kind of people, when maybe they're not even having some success right now, a little few failures, it seems like, you know, that they'll always get back there. You, you know, yeah. I, I think I talked somebody like Michael Jordan. You know, if he's mm -hmm. having a bad game, you, you know, well, that's just a fluke. You know, tomorrow mm -hmm. there's going to be another game. Or some yeah. organization like the New York Yankees. You know, mm -hmm. there are certain, certain organizations and certain people that just seem to win more than everyone else. Mm -hmm. and, and it's because they have that why not me attitude, but then they create this halo effect that mm -hmm. for Michael Jordan, if you look at the players that came to play on his team, not only was yeah. he way better, especially when he figured out he's got to help all these other guys to really win the championships, but mm -hmm. all the players that came to play with him played at a mm -hmm. much higher level than they had played on previous teams. Yeah. And, and so it truly is a halo that affects positive energy and confidence to mm -hmm. all the people around them. Or Goldman Sachs, you know, has this premier reputation on Wall Street. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, Gold Goldman Sachs doesn't pay higher interest on their bank accounts. They, yeah. don't they don't really make a higher rate of return on their portfolios than other good money managers. But for mm -hmm. some reason, we all think they're the best. And it's just these reputation of being through it all these years, creating yeah. that halo that then mm -hmm. we all believe it also. Yeah, okay, good. Now, I have one question. Who is this book dedicated to? This book 
is dedicated to my beautiful wife Ashley. And uh, I want to I want to tell you that a true story. And uh, I knew I knew Ashley, and we were good friends. And yeah. when when I went to prison, she sent me a letter um, mm -hmm. about a year after I had been there. And yeah. she and she said, I love you. And I needed to tell you that. And I'm going to stick with you. And uh -huh. it's, it's, an, it's an amazing. So my whole wild story, she says, it's really just a love story. Yeah, <laughs> she, she stuck with me um, yeah. the whole time and was incredible supporter. And we thought we were going to get out so many times because we knew mm -hmm. it would be overturned. And but it wasn't and it wasn't and it wasn't and, and it's it's a terrible thing that your loved ones have to go through. Um, yeah. But when I was released uh, last year, uh, I was able to be with her. And believe it or not, we actually another miracle. We have a young baby girl, Carly, on the way in the month of September. So Whoa. we've been incredibly Whoa. blessed. And I am Whoa. the luckiest guy in the world to have Ashley. So it says to Ashley for a thousand yes. years and a thousand more. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> that's, that's so wonderful. And it's good to have some loved one who sticks with you to the very end. When you have someone supporting your dream. Absolutely. And it's so Absolutely. beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, everybody says like, everybody always asks me like, how did that happen? How was she with you? Uh -huh. And I say, some, mis some mysteries of the universe can never be explained. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. get you. And, and I agree with you. Now, let's see the book. L let me see the book. Let me see the book that you... <laughs> the book. I want to see the book. Yep. We want yes, to see sir. the book. We, we are waiting for the book. <laughs> just, just one more. <laughs> yeah, just one more. The Wisdom of Bob Vukovic. Bob Vukovic. Yeah, so, right. so it's just one more. Yeah. So wonderful. That's, that's great. And uh, I think, and I don't think it's only me. We have some people who are watching. Uh, at least I can see we have Victoria Messiani, we have Susie Kadamagjoli. I have not received any questions, but they could be coming after we are through because the video is going to remain. And I don't think it's only me who is left with this question. But if it's only me, then excuse me. But just one more what? <laughs> well, <laughs> that is a good question. Um, it it kind of started off, honest answer there is it kind of started off as when, when we would go to the bistro and they would yeah. say, would you like another martini? We would say, just one more, but then I've got to go. And okay. what it, it turned into is really a metaphor for, you know, one more lesson, one more life okay. experience. Uh, one more, okay. And, and most importantly, one more challenge. Because okay. through, through, the, through the theme of the narrative of the book is, you know, as Bob is imparting all this wisdom for his pro young protege, really, is Bob going to learn life's most important lesson about, okay. you know, success, success is really defined as getting up one more time than we've been knocked down. Yeah. And so okay. will Bob, will Bob finally get out of the desert and find mm -hmm. his oasis again and kind of re-engage in this amazing game oh. of life? Uh, and so that's, oh that's kind of the theme is does Bob have the energy to, to just one more time give this uh, competitive game of life one more good run oh wonderful wonderful that's that's very wonderful and I see Jeff Jeffrey is going to make it one more <laughs> just one well, more time thank He's you sir make it. I appreciate that I, I, I am counting on it and uh, 
people like you and your motivation and your books uh, are a great inspiration for me. And mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate it so much. Um, it gives me the power to, to give it a shot. Yeah, thank you too. I appreciate that. And uh, before we uh, through, uh, you talk, when you're talking about the just one more, you mentioned just one more challenge. What has, in general, what, what, what impact has the challenges that you've been through? Uh, what are they, I mean, how do you credit the challenges you've been through to the accomplishments that you've made along the way? Well, I think, I think the goal for all of us is to get a little wiser and a little more wiser every year. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, am, I am certainly a big believer that we don't learn a great deal from our great success. Those, yeah. are, those are easier times and many times we can take our eye off the ball. Um, I think for our soul to experience the journey that it's gonna experience and for us to become as, as good of a person and for us to live that life that maybe when we started this journey, we wanted to, mm -hmm. we have to have a lot of challenges. Hardships, yeah. hardships make us stronger. Um, mm -hmm. You know, each generation, I, I also believe I've been very fortunately in our lives, you know, we want to take, uh, take, not take the bad from our previous experiences, but take the good, get stronger, get wiser. So mm -hmm. if you, we've all met people who have maybe led a life that they hadn't seen a lot of challenges and they might've been mm -hmm. gifted, gifted a bunch of things. And mm -hmm. it's many times it's very obvious that they they're not seeing the big picture of what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is bad. So I, I, I am very thankful for the challenges, but I, I will tell you this, um, there were so many times that it could have went left instead of right. Uh, Victor Frankl talks about in his books, uh, Man's Search for Meaning, when uh, mm. he was in the concentration camps during World War II. So mm. many times he could have turned left or been in the line on the right or the line on the left. And, and he, you know, and his life could have ended. Um, so I, I think that there is certainly some type of universal force out there that has saved me so many times to allow me mm -hmm. to be back to the spot today because so many terrible things could have happened as with all of us that it gives you the knowledge in the in the strong belief that there's a lot more out there taking care of us every if we would just mm -hmm. be quiet enough to listen and allow um, the outcome to happen. We've got to do as much hard work every day because uh, God only helps those who help themselves, I believe. Um, but as long as we keep doing the right thing, trying to do as much good as possible every day, we're going to yeah. reap a lot of rewards. Great, great, great. Thank you very much. Uh, I had a comment a few days ago from someone. It's an interesting comment. I come from Africa, and you may you might have heard of uh, Nelson Mandela. Have you? Absolutely. I I have read many books on Nelson, and uh, and I'm a huge fan. Okay. Twenty. Then I come from years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Then uh, coming from Kenya, we had one man known as Jomo Kenyatta, the first president of Kenya. You know about him? I do not. You do not. Okay, you may not know about him. But this, this was the comment. The comment was that uh, Nelson Mandela went to prison and came out a great man and led the country. And uh, Jomo Kenyatta went into prison and came out a great man and led the country. And now I'm seeing Jeffrey, who has been to prison, he's come out, he's going to be a great man, and I'm ordered to be him. And the guy was saying, uh, can I also go to prison to come out great? No, I don't have to go to prison. I'm going to read 
Jeffrey's book and learn his experiences, avoid his mistakes, do what is done right, and I don't have to go there. <laughs> I think I think that's a much better path. <laughs> that's a much definitely. better. So. To all those who are listening now, to those who are watching the recorded version of this video, please get Jeffrey's book. But before he goes, there's always that parting shot, something that you'd like us to uh, remember, even when we have uh, cleared with this show. Please tell us. Well, well I would say maybe one last thing is, uh, at the beginning of the book is a quote yeah. from Teddy Roosevelt. And it's mm -hmm. a very famous quote that most people, a lot of people know, the man in the arena. And he, okay. uh, he said that in a speech, I believe it was in 1910 in Paris. Um, but what he talks about, the man in the arena, uh, even though he stumbled and scarred and exhausted and bloodied from battle, mm -hmm. uh, he is still ahead of those timid souls in the audience that are judging him and critiquing him. So at least he had the guts to get out there. So what I would want everybody to do is today, you know, be the man in the arena. And what what is mm -hmm. something that scares us today? And what is something mm -hmm. we've been wanting to do, but we're a little scared to do, whether it's mend a relationship with a friend or a relative, yeah. or maybe it's mm -hmm. start that business we just have always wanted to do. Uh, I think if we mm -hmm. jump into the arena, that's the whole purpose of why we're here. Oh, that's a great quote and some great advice. To all those who are listening out there, please jump into the arena and get, <laughs> get Jeffrey's book and do what you have to do. Go after your <laughs> dreams and achieve what you have to achieve. Don't yes. be worried about those people who are going to judge you, those people who are going to throw stones at you, those who, people who are going to say, you're not doing it right. Anyway, you may be doing it not so right, but if you learn the correct way, you are better off than those people who are on the trenches. So thank you very much, Jeffrey. It's been a great, great honor to have you on my show. Yeah. Thank you so much. Believe I me. so greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much. And thank you to all the viewers, those who uh, watched us live and those who are watching the recorded version of this. Thank you very much. God bless you. And uh, just one more. Stay tuned. Bye. Thank you, Anthony. Have a great day. Yeah, bye. Same. Have a great day.